Hello, Podlers. Coming up once again on the show, we discover and unearth more complexities when it comes to humankind. They call me Tuna Tyler, and I'm addicted to smelling tuna. When people see me smelling tuna out in public, you know, they might think it's a little bit different, for sure. It might look weird to other people, but to me, I think it's perfectly fine. I love smelling tuna every day, all the time, all day, all night, any day, every day. Not only do I like smelling tuna, but I also definitely like to drink a little bit of the juice right out of the can. Enjoy the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now is your final opportunity of this week to get your hands on some exclusive Breakfast Show merch. It is a sticker of my face, which is presented in cartoon form, and you can put it on your bag and you can take it on your holly bubs. That's what we're doing. But in order to win it, you need to be very loud for your luggage. So if right now in your life, you have the time, the guts and the gumption to come on this award-winning breakfast show and sing a song really loud, then what you need to do is text your name to 81215. Do not text us your name to 81215 if you don't understand what's about to go down <laughs> because you, my friend, are going to become Axel Rose. <laughs> Yes, we're looking for some na 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 and grab the merchandise. The last piece of merchandise we're giving away this week. And shortly, well, the sticker for your luggage of my cartoony face will no longer be available ever, ever again. It is not a returning piece of merch. We will not be doing this again. We will move on to other merch. Onwards and upwards, yeah. Exactly. So the spring-summer collection is exactly what it is. And joining us right now on Line One, we have Emily. Good morning, Emily. Hi, Dave. Hi, team. Hi, Hi and Welcome along to the show. So, firstly, if you were to nail this, if you are to deliver the Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses that my dreams are made of, where are you taking my cartoony face? Where are you going to stick me? I'm going to stick you on the back of my camping backpack when I go to France. Oh, oh on nice. a camping backpack on my Don't way to you've France. Had that yet. Davey loves that. He's not had that yet. You no, might get a bit hasn't. crumpled, but I think you'll, you'll pull I'm it off. okay to be crumpled. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you Botox me when we get to the <laughs> other end, Emily. That'll be absolutely fine. Um, get the iron out. Yeah. <laughs> get the iron out. <laughs> iron his face. Do yes. the sticker, do the face. There yeah. we go. So, um, Emily, it is Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the jungle. We're looking for some na 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 Knees, knees. Um, are you feeling confident about this? Uh, yeah, definitely. You big GNR fan? I have been for as long as I can remember, so yeah. Okay. You've been waiting for this moment all your life. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> the song's going to start. It is going to drop into silence. Emily, that's where you need to be loud for your luggage. Everything I had dreamed it would be oh, and more. Perfect. 
I was nervous when it started at that pitch, but yeah. I feel like you really saw it through. That, uh, well said, Emma. Yeah, we didn't know if you could go where you wanted to go, like in your mind, but you yeah. did go there and you went there in our hearts as well. Yeah. So that's lovely. <laughs> um, Emily, thank you for tuning in to show. Get this about Emily. Yeah. She uses the full network. She's oh, not. She's not. Nice. We ask. You know, what's your favourite station? How do you listen to us? It's just a nice thing to ask people. You know, sometimes it's absolute eight. It's absolute yeah, nineties, yeah. tens, whatever. Emily, she just she just flits around. That's the way to station do it. Station to station. I, I love that you do that, Emily. Nice. And I can't wait for you to take my face camping in France. <laughs> Have a lovely day. We'll speak to you real Thank soon. You. Cheers, Cheers Thanks, Emily. Guys. Bye now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Right now, as promised, mm. it's Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Uh, yes. Matt, uh, this is quite meta mm. because on our socials, you teased what was coming up on the social ammunition. That's right, yeah. So you can check out the tease on the Absolute Radio socials and you can hear it right now on Absolute Radio. There you go, yes. Yeah. So from the people who brought us the lady addicted to eating mattresses, we now have a man in America who's addicted to sniffing tuna. In the can, uh, he, he he sniffs. Okay. He opens the can. He has fifteen tins a week. He gets through. Apparently, oh. uh, Tyler is his name. Tuna Tyler. This is what he's known as. Uh, he, well, you um, would be, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. You've he, only got yourself to blame. He's Tyler. addicted to the smell. He says he drinks the brine also, oh. uh, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's get. It's from I saw a, T, a TLC show called My Strangest Addiction. Oh, TLC's a dangerous place to it's venture into because you go. Oh, I'd never watch that. Yeah, Cut yeah, to yeah. eight hours later. So you've yes. watched back-to-back episodes <laughs> of the whole lot. And, and in the teaser trailer, there's a great clip of he, he's just sat in a coffee shop. A lady brings over a coffee and he's got an open tin of tuna on the table okay. in front of him. And he just sits there sniffing it and then he starts drinking it. Has he got his name on the side spelled incorrectly? <laughs> so he knows it's it his. It doesn't say Tyler Tuna I'm not, on I'm the not tin, Dov. Sadly. I'm not Dov. This yeah. isn't my coffee. <laughs> they missed Dov. the trick there, but it's just he brings his own tins. He has one in his pocket at all times. A bit Does like he? you with your sandwiches. Uh, so yeah. here, here is the teaser trailer for the show. It's tuna. Tyler Tuna. They call me Tuna Tyler. And I'm addicted to smelling tuna. <laughs> when people see me smelling tuna out in public, you know, they might think it's a little bit different, for yeah. sure. It might look weird to other people, but to me, I think it's perfectly fine. I love smelling tuna every day, all the time, <laughs> all day. He's talking me round. <laughs> any day, every day. Not only do I like smelling tuna, but I also definitely like to drink a little bit of the juice oh, right wow. out of the can. <laughs> oh, so he drinks the that brine. slurp was a bit loud in the mix yeah, for me. Yeah, it was. And then he sort of just eats it with his fingers and he slurps all down oh, his chin. Why well, can't he just put it's it in grim. a baguette and eat I don't know it. why. He doesn't drain it because that would waste the good stuff. Right. right. I, presuming it's a brine-based one, not like... Like the sunflower. You know, or you can now get spring water on the posh tuna cans nowadays. Oh. So, I mean, like, that's probably Sorry. not... Ooh. That's not going to hit the spot for <laughs> Tyler, I don't think. No. And I also noticed recently on tuna tins, you get less liquid inside them now. Their feet seem to stay fresh. And Tyler won't be happy about that. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna, shrinkflation is really going to affect <laughs> Tyler and his, uh, his tins of tuna. Uh, but yeah, and he later goes on a date where he takes a tin of tuna and the bottle and the tin opener with him. So he He's single, that guy. Yeah. No way. <laughs> well, he, does say, oh. he does say his addiction is affecting his love life. Yeah, I'm well, surprised. I'm sure it is. I'll share the video. You but you've got to be able to yourself. park it for a little bit, surely. Yeah, surely. Just for the, at least save the first it, few dates. Save it for a few dates in, yeah. Certainly before you drop that one. But he's addicted, so what are you going to do? Uh, and then the other big debate this morning is yeah. about bread knives, Dave. Um, okay. Uh, this comedian, Richie Craven, has said that uh, a knife that's just been used to slice bread right. can go back in the drawer. Bread doesn't count. 100% agree. It's a fierce debate. Yeah. 
One hundred percent agree. On the same page. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Emma? I agree. Even yeah. you agree with that. Yeah. I was surprised about you, Emma. Yeah. I thought you'd wash it, but no, um, I'll give it a cursory wipe. But because it's dry, with a tea towel, and it yeah. goes back tea in, it's just some crumbs off into yeah, the bin, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. But you're telling me, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say Stefan, he'll just jam and then straight back in the drawer, right? Oh yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he's not allowed to do it. No, no, no. So yeah, just one little tea towel wipe. Would you get rid of the crumbs? Yeah, yeah. I found myself doing it more and more often, weirdly. Yeah, to just wipe and replace. But is that a new thing that's entered your life? It is. Yeah, yeah. I've not really. But I don't even think bread, cutting, slicing bread's not a thing. It's like, well, it's just like going often putting it you get bagels that have come unsliced and they're, they're quite annoying and you have to get the bread knife yeah, out. Yeah, but then you? what I mean is it's not dirty the knife, has it's it? It's not, just dough. Unless it's particularly undercooked dough and it's sticking to it, in which case you should... Put well, yeah, I mean, if anyway. you're putting it around uh, in the cake mix, then yeah, wash it but, before uh, you put yeah, it back I mean, in the drawer. A lot of people are agreeing with him. One man called Simon replied to this Twitter thread saying that he leaves the butter knife in the butter like Excalibur. And it saves... <laughs> it's not like Excalibur, mate. <laughs> it saves on knife wastage and also crucial seconds when things need a buttery. Yeah, but just wash it, like the lady in the lake, if you want to carry on with this ridiculous metaphor. Put it in the washing up bowl and wash it, mate, OK? Lady in the lake it. Then put it back in mm. the cupboard next to the round yes. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You animal! <laughs> um, I got, we've got to chuck it out there. We've got oh, to know, where, yeah. where do you out there stand on the bread knives going back in the drawer thing just after having sliced bread? It's unanimous here. We all yeah. agree that is perfectly yeah. acceptable, but this Irish comedian is finding out that you need to right. wash it before you do that. It's yeah, a faux yeah. pas to do that. Mm. 8, 12, 15, come and join in. Yes, and uh, I'll share the video of Tuna Tyler, so you can talk about it later and I'll save you some data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where I cannot believe I am saying this, but we are already at day number 14 of this. Honouring skill. Bravery. And the will of the gods. This is Dave Berry's One in One Hundred. With Wigs. Yes, one in 100 with Wix. Your chance to pick one number between one and 100 and inclusive of both of those numbers and win £1,000. So one number has been randomly selected over 14 days ago. It's been put in that safe. Only the hype beast Womble producer Mark, who's on his holidays and therefore old Swiss, know that number. And yesterday was therefore day 13 of 1 in 100 when listener Anna from Leicestershire gave us the number 58. And I think it's fair to say that she was the only player we've had who is absolutely obsessed with their number for no good reason at all. It's just always been my favourite number for as long as I can remember. All my friends and family know that it's my favourite number and I've even got all my friends and family who are on Be Real have that number in their username. I do always get excited when I see the number and often send my family photos of <laughs> <laughs> I think we can file that away under things you instantly regret saying out loud on national radio. <laughs> I often see this number, I get excited, I take photographs of it and send it to the friends and family group. <laughs> um, so we now know, thanks to the lovely Anna, that number 58 is not one in 100, so therefore that's why we are going again. There is a £1,000 up for grabs. You're just picking a number between one and 100. So with that in mind... What is your number? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Honouring skill. Bravery. And the will of the gods. This is Dave Berry's One in 100. With Wigs. Yes, simply your chance to pick one number between one and 100 and win £1,000. Joining us right now, we have April. Hello, April. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome morning. along to the show. How are you today? 
I'm very good, thank you. I'm excited to be on here. Oh, it's so exciting to have you on, April. So you're playing thank for you. £1,000, and all you've got to do is pick a number between 1 and 100 and hope that it matches the number that has been locked in that safe for the last couple of weeks. So, April, before you reveal your number, tell us its significance and maybe even its importance to you in your life right now, or did it just pop into your head? It did just pop up. Before I woke, before I woke up, but the man on the phone just told me that the age of my daughter. So, uh, oh right, okay. <laughs> the man on so, the phone just told that's you. That's old Swiss, yeah, old Swiss. Because yeah. he, old Swiss is the only other person who knows the number in the safe, so I'm not allowed to talk to the callers before they come on air. Yeah. That's how secretive oh, this has right. been. I'm more concerned so, how he knows the age of the callers. <laughs> because daughter. obviously they've had a conversation. <laughs> right. Like, like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, during the pre-chat. Yeah, thought, during yeah. the pre-chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I presume that's what's happened. That's what traditionally happens, Emma. Um, April, have you got a daughter? I have indeed. Okay, what's her name? It's a li- her name's Eliza, not it. Sorry, her name. <laughs> it's <laughs> name's Eliza. <laughs> Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, there's nothing like that special bond between mother and daughter, oh, is there? Beautiful nothing like moment. it. Be right in the front row, in the front row listening to me. Okay, oh, well, good morning, Eliza. So, effectively, what we're about to do is find out the number that is your one in 100 that you think just randomly popped into your head today, and it took a complete stranger um, who's obsessed with pen knives called Old Swiss to tell you that, in fact, that's Eliza's age. Yeah. It's, and so reveals us what's its age. April. Number six. Number six. Oh, lovely Eliza. Little Eliza is six years old, and that, therefore, is April's one in 100. Let's see if it's won you the cash. Are you one in 100? Oh, that felt longer than it normally does. April, unlucky. Sorry. Send our love to your daughter. Great having you on the show. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Cheers, April. Bye now. Take care. So, number six is not one in 100, but, of course, the number six has a significance in so many other ways, Stat Dyson. What you got for us? The number of sides on a standard dice, the number of strings on a standard guitar. Pamela Anderson has been married six times to five people. The human body (laughs) has six major organs, the heart, lungs, liver, kidneys, brain and stomach. Both the prefix hex and sex can be used when you talk about the number six. For example, a sextet is a group of six musicians, while a hexagon, hexagon even, (laughs) has six sides. I call them a hexagon. Yeah, and so do the, I now. The sixth episode of The Simpsons was called Moaning Lisa. Oh, so that there is the number six for you, but it is not one in 100, no, which means we're going to be playing again tomorrow morning at 7.30. To the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Thanks to Matt Dyson's social ammunition and a comedian, we have been asked a big question, which is, if you slice bread with a bread knife... Can you just put it back in the drawer? And I believe, personally, that you can do that. Yes. You know, and I'm a very tidy, clean kind of guy, I like mm-hmm. to think, but I think that's OK. Even Emma thinks Even that's OK. Emma, yeah. I mean, if Emma Even thinks Emma. So, definitely fine. Matt, you, you agree? Yes, 100%. We agree. Yeah, yeah. So Tony says, Dave, I wipe it with loo roll, then oh. replace it. Is this acceptable? <laughs> yeah, I think that's even... Whatever you've got to hand. Yeah. Why is your loo roll in the kitchen? Why is your loo roll in the kitchen? Or maybe you should use kitchen roll, but I'll just leave it with you, Tony. Leave it with you. Um... You absolute heathens. 
so it starts with that. Oh, Let's get the bread theme yeah. on, shall we? Oh, Ask your parents. <laughs> How do you remember this, Dave? I just I just googled <laughs> the word bread and this came up. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You don't remember the Boswells, do you? No, no. Al Joey, I don't remember. Him. Oh, 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 I said too much. Slips. <laughs> you absolute heathens, says Michael. How dare you put a dirty knife back Ooh. in the drawer, allowing its germs to fester? Ooh. Mine goes straight into the dishwasher after use. It really annoys my wife that I do this, confesses Michael. <laughs> the problem with that is it's going to take too long to come back into circulation because you've yes. only got one bread knife yeah. and you're going to need it You'll again. You'll end up having to get it out before well, it's clean. Or yeah. do what, what happens in my house, I just end up eating the whole loaf of bread with my hands. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, I just yeah. put it straight back in the drawer. Yeah. 100% agree, Dave. Breadcrumbs do not count. Mm. If my parents are over, I'll give it a cursory rinse under the cold tap <laughs> just so they don't think I'm a complete animal. Yeah. But otherwise, Cat yeah. says, quick blow, back in the drawer. Yes. Lovely stuff. Nice. So I can exclusively reveal that 72% of our listeners will put it straight back in the drawer nice. and only 18% being vigorous washers, <laughs> including our very own old Swiss. Yes. Yeah, he's very thorough. But even though I have witnessed that man use his Swiss army knife, which he's named uh, yes. after, take all of the fluff out of Matt Dyson's belly button and yet he just popped it straight back in his pocket. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Right now, I want to discuss not your mission impossibles. I want to discuss your missions inconvenient. Yeah, it's time to share the details of those missions that you need to embark on that you can you can kind of tick off the ag list. Yeah, it's possible, but it's a massive pain. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that collecting my daughter is an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> it's but... inconvenient that as a yeah. four-year-old, she can't get on a train on her own yet. <laughs> yeah. So the inconvenience, mm. mission inconvenient in my world began when my wife drove to the airport, flew away to go and see her friends and therefore the car is parked at the airport. Evie, meanwhile, because I was working, has been dropped off at her grandparents who live in Derbyshire. What's inconvenient about that, Dave? Well, yeah. absolutely nothing. Except for the fact it, time, it came the time to extract her from a place <laughs> known as Chesterfield. <laughs> So, yesterday, I got the train from London St Pancras to Chesterfield, yeah. where, behind me, there was a, a couple who were young and clearly new, newly in love, which is so sweet, but they spent the entire hour, 45-minute train journey um, doing an online DNA gene pool test to see what things they were pleased to predisposed to. Oh, wow. So, like, napping, are you a night owl, are you an early bird, oh. what kind of foods do you like? At one point, they had a really, like, in-love conversation about the fact they both like coriander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Meant to be. Oh, the honeymoon period. What yeah. a sweet time. So the honeymoon period was happening just behind my head, right? <laughs> Mission inconvenient. Yeah. So I get to Chesterfield. Nanny and Papa are waiting there with Evie. She comes running along the platform to give me a hug, which made oh, it all worthwhile. Man. It's like when Simon Pegg hugs Tom Cruise, I imagine. Yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> She's my little peg. So then we had to get the bag, the suitcase, because she doesn't travel like my four-year-old no. daughter, and we had to make her way down the she stairs. She's a trunky, I'd imagine. She knows she's not a riding no, a trunky. No. no, daddy's dragging this massive case right. behind him. Is what's happening? There's no trunky involved. <laughs> so then we go into Chesterfield train station. I know you're all aware of the layout of Chesterfield train station, oh, but I'm just yeah. going to go into it anyway, okay? So you have to go into the station, mm -hmm. past the cafe and the ticket booth, down the stairs into some kind of tunnel area, oh. then back up the other side to get to platform two. At platform two, we stand there. 
they've shut the little waiting room for some reason. It's got the little emergency rivers across it, so oh. we can't sit anywhere. What? So I'm trying to make my own trunky by sitting Evie on the suitcase, but it's too tall, she might tumble off. Oh. So I'm having to hold her. There's a delay on the train. I cannot oh, believe no. this. Then finally the train arrives. We get on the train. I realise that I haven't bought any sticker albums. I've not bought anything oh, she can draw no. with, which no means no I'm going to have to give her the phone. Oh. But I can't be the guy who has the phone on loud on a packed train carriage. Oh. Not when there's two people, you know, inexplicably making their way back on the same train, still talking about the fact they're predisposed to like coriander and therefore they should be in love. I can't have, you know, pizza feed that loud all over that or even some pepper pig. Yeah. But anyway, we managed to get back to London St Pancras. This weather we've been having, it's raining terribly, so we have to queue oh. up in the rain to get ourselves in a taxi to oh. finally get home, which we do. It was not an impossible mission, but it was, my word, an inconvenient one. Let me tell you right now. So Ooh. over to you, 8 to 12, 15. Not your mission's impossible. Your mission's inconvenient. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Morning, Dave. My mission inconvenient is... The food shop. Ooh, I hate it Ooh, so much, says good. Vanessa. <laughs> Especially when everyone in my family has such different specific requests and requirements. Must remember to get orange juice without bits for one person. Mm. But then another person wants yogurt with bits. With bits. I didn't know oh. yogurt with bits was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lumps of fruit. Yeah, like a ski. Oh, bits. Yeah, fruit. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> I thought you like sand, you know, it'd be like sand, oh, like a oh, good exfoliator. No. That's what I meant. Why are my family such an inconvenience, says Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Matt Dyson, have you had a mission yeah, inconvenient I, recently? I had one last week when... Uh, oh, KT historical inconvenience. The, yeah, That's KT my favourite. I found uh, a lovely second-hand table on Facebook Marketplace. The, the wild west of social media, which means I then have to drive, usually to one of the roughest parts of town. I have to go and get cash out. I hate getting cash out. I never get right, cash okay. out. I have to give the cash to a total stranger. You're painting quite get a picture the table, here. and then the person I've never met has to help me carry the table out of their house, through the door of their house, try and fit it in the boot of my car, which is full of rubbish that I've got to move out the way, and then try and squeeze it in there, and then drive all the way back with the table in my car while she sits at home blissfully unaware of what's going on. Oh, you know, I would rather tackle some of the villains in the Mission Impossible franchise than do what you just described yes, there. I yeah, think yeah. that's that strong. It's inconvenient. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I told Taylor of having to get the train to Chesterfield to extract my daughter, put her back on the train on the opposite platform and come all the way back to London with her, which wasn't a Mission Impossible, it was just a Mission Inconvenient. But then again, she's so cute and I do love her. I, do, I really do love her. So we're spending a little bit of time discussing your mission inconvenient today on the show and Lou from Leeds has got in touch saying hi Dave and the team it's cat insurance renewal time (laughs) (laughs) mission inconvenient the online form takes forever to fill out that's my Saturday morning ruined Cheers, Bertie. <laughs> and as I say, that's from Lou in Leeds. Uh, Emma Jones, I've not asked you yet this morning. I've not had a chance. Have you got a mission inconvenience well, coming down I the road? I feel like everything's ag with a toddler. Uh, yes. But peak ag 
is going through airport security. Oh, oh my so God. So inconvenient. What when a we mission. On, when we were on the way back from France a few weeks ago, I was going through airport security on my own. So I've got like baby in the buggy, huge backpack for my hand luggage, his changing bag, which is huge. So like a bag yeah. on the front, a bag on the back. Yeah. I'm unpacking all of that, getting it on the conveyor belt, getting it through. Okay, fine. Try and wheel the buggy through thing. No. Oh, by the way, I'm in Bordeaux. Everyone's speaking French to me. I'm like, why does no one, why does no one speak English? No, you need to take the baby out of the buggy. Okay, I'll take the baby out of the buggy. I'll hold him in one hand. I'll fold up the buggy with the other hand. Okay, that needs to go through the scanner as well. Okay, fine. Scanner, now walk yeah. through with the baby. I walk through holding him on my hip. No, you need to pass him through without you. Oh, hand, him o- hand him over to someone else. He's crying. He needs to be oh. go through the extra scanner in case I'm hiding something in his baby growth. So he's crying. I'm going through, trying to get my shoes on. trying to. Let- and do you know the best part of all this? The reason I was on my own is because Stefan was at oversized baggage checking in his <laughs> no! golf clubs. No! Stefan, no! The not ag. checking in the golf clubs. The ag, I can't tell you how much I was sweating. Oh, that is like, you know, in the new Mission Impossible movie, Dead Reckoning Part 1, there's this huge set piece in an airport, and it is not as stressful as what you just <laughs> described right Nothing there. Nothing is. Even Tom Cruise, with his hundreds of millions dollar budget, yeah. cannot conjure what it must be like to try and get a baby through airport security in Bordeaux. Nothing tops it. And at least his team members, at least his Simon Pegg's with, well, him, with him, on his side. I know. Not yeah. che- what, Benji's not checking his golf clubs in, is he? Unbelievable. Your mission's inconvenient. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time now for you to work hard. Get that grey matter a-tickling. I could be giving you a shout-out, but you need to turn Decade Detective. So basically, we are one breakfast show, but with nine different playlists. And I've taken a song from two of those different playlists and I've merged them together. If you can separate them in your mind, identify the two bands or artists involved in the mashup you're about to hear, then you can have a shout out. I will say aloud anything you like. So it can just be your name, it can be where you are, what you're doing. You want to plug your business, your place of work. If you want to say happy birthday to someone, it doesn't matter to me if you are right with your answers I will read it aloud in about five minutes time and this morning it's a big one and I think this is another thing that we can file away under might sound better than the two originals when you bring them together this is great work it's something from absolute 80s and something from absolute radio noughties of course both available in the free absolute radio app on your digital radio or via your smart speaker have a little listen to this have a little listen, if technology permits me to do Come on. To, to this. Pour the It's much more cheery, isn't it? Yeah, it's cheery. Jaunty and camp compared to the original. Love it. So, there are two separate bands or artists in there. Identify them. Send your answers along right now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Many of you right now are thinking, Dave, what was that mashup that just captured my heart? (laughs) (laughs) Let's have another listen, shall we? Pour the champagne. So it was a ditty from 80s and one mm-hmm. from noughties. And of course, the one from the 1980s was Wham! 
Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, and mm-hmm. we had Panic at the Disco. I write sins, not tragedies. Congratulations to Tony from Cyril Ernest Landscapes in Kent installing Ooh. millboard decking. Wow. Tracy dealing with moaning customers and wanting to point out to the nation that both the bands involved in the decade detective this morning have an exclamation mark in their ah, names. Well spotted. Wham! Panic! Yes. You're absolutely mm. right. Uh, we have Emma who wants to give a shout out to her daughter Evie Rose. I hope she enjoys her party later. To Evie Rose, everyone. Evie Rose. Have a good one, Evie Rose. Yeah, party time. Woo! <laughs> and also uh, Simon, who would like a shout out, and for us all to wish him good luck at work today, because everybody else except Simon is on holiday right oh, now. Good, good luck, Simon. Good luck, Simon. Simon. You're here, Emma. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for Matt Dyson's social ammunition. Only this time round, it's a little bit... Extra, extra, extra. What's the extra today, Matt? Some classic Alistair Green for you. Oh, long, Long-term fans on the Social Ammo desk. His characters, the improv chimps, we've mentioned before on this very mm. segment. Uh, the Edinburgh Festival is on at the moment, of course, up in Scotland. That's where Glenn Moore is there. He's currently got, what, I think, one more week of shows left yeah, to go. Yeah, it's going so really well. So do try and get tickets to see his show. And uh, the improv chimps are an imaginary act, a troupe of comedians uh, in Edinburgh, and Alistair Green plays them. He has reposted a classic classic of his, uh, the Improv Chimps are giving out a little video message ahead of one of their shows. Here they are in action. Uh, hi guys, Alex here from the Improv Champs. Just a quick video message to say thank you so, so, so much wacky. to everyone who came to our show over the last month. And we also wanted to say we are going for a drink tonight because it's the last weekend and we will be at the Gilded Balloon Bar um, for two reasons. One, we're celebrating 20 years at the Fringe. I'm so old. Where's my beans in the frame? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Ow, get off. What do you do that for? those improv chimps. I'll share the video. So many great videos to look back on if you've not seen them yet. Uh, You'll be talking about it later and I've saved your data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is time once again to bid you farewell for another morning's worth of The Breakfast Show. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in and for getting involved. The whole thing will live on in podcast form, doesn't it always? But what's it going to be called? Matt. Yes. Just iron my face when we get to the other side. Okay, that was someone with a crumpled sticker on their rucksack, wasn't it, early on in the show? Tuna Tyler, the tin sniffer. (laughs) The social ammo, he was one of the stars this morning. The Chesterfield extraction. That was your mission inconvenient, wasn't it? It sounds like you were going to get an old (laughs) chair and an antique chair. You were actually picking up a child. Well, not just any child, my daughter. Yeah. We should pick, point that out. She's my little peg. And she is your Same child. Peg, yeah. Same That's child. What you call her. Uh, my jaunty and camp. Oh, more jaunty and camp than the original. Uh, yes, that was the uh, decade detectives mm. as well. I think we should definitely go for the Chesterfield extraction in honour of your trip to Derbyshire and the Crooked Spire. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a big moment in my life this week. So I'm, <laughs> I'm honoured that you've decided to name the podcast after it. Thank you very much indeed, Matt. And that podcast is, of course, available wherever you get your pods 
comes from. On the way, we've got the details. You need to be made a winner. We have another rollover, and that means somebody could be winning £109,000. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am. Until then, stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci.